0: in session. This is Recruiting Daily's Sourcing School Podcast. Real talk about recruiting, sourcing, and <clears throat> cyber sleuthing.
1: Hot takes
0: on sourcing tools, recruiting tech, and anything we want to talk about. With no filters. It's time to level up and put your sourcing pants on. Here's your dudes, Ryan Leary and Brian Fink. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends of all ages, it's Brian Fink, and I am joined by my counterpart, Ryan Leary. What up, Ryan, what up? Say hello. Yep, Ryan Leary saying hello to the good people. We are taping the weekend before Halloween, and we are not going to talk about ghosting um, candidates, um, <laughs> because that's, that's something that none of us do. Um, we are joined today by Rob Beck, who, um, you know, I'm, I'm a little upset. Like, I'm happy that I'm talking to Rob, but I'm a little upset at the same time, because um Rob was originally I, I knew Rob as a recruiter in Atlanta. He has gone out to be with the startup um Ibotta out in Denver. Um it's been like it's it's been a, it's been a year and a half since we sat down for a drink. Yes. Um and uh wow. and and you know so Rob, so like I might get a little sentimental. I might cry. I promise. <laughs> I've, I've told Ryan I'm going to try to refrain from singing on this mm-hmm. podcast cuz everybody's comments are Please. Ryan can't sing. Um, but, the, but the reality of it is, is that, um, and maybe to this about what we're going to talk about today, is that I know Rob from coming through being a sales director. I know him that he owned his own search firm for a number of years. He's been a contract recruiter, and now he's a senior technical sourcer for Ibotta. Um, If you're not familiar with Ibotta, it is a great service that gets you cash back on things that you buy Mm -hmm. routinely all the time. Um, It is one of the five most frequently used shopping apps in the United States, which makes his life a living joy because that (laughs) means that he has to find all these people that are doing machine learning and platform engineering. So without any further ado, I'm going to welcome Rob back to the program. Welcome Welcome to... Welcome to the podcast, my friend. What's going on Rob Beck?
1: Awesome hey man. Uh, good talking to you again, Brian. Do miss the happy hours and uh, and, and as you as well uh, Ryan. so yeah things are going well here in Denver. Um, you know a couple of uh, uh, bumps in a, in a transition from Atlanta to, uh, to the west coast or the, I guess not the west coast but the uh, silicon west. slopes silicon slopes yeah and uh, so yeah you know things are things are fantastic.
0: Yeah, so things are fantastic. You're with Ibotta. Um, you know, you bring a frictionless sourcing and talent acquisition environment to whoever you're going. Okay, so, real quick, people, I know Rob well. So, I know that Rob has, is that guy who parachutes into a startup and says, This is what's right. This is what's wrong. And this is what I can make better. Rob, what's it been like going full time with the organization at Ibotta?
1: Um, it's been fantastic. Um, and, and really what I've done is, is just kind of use my experience from being a contractor where you're kind of popping into different companies to help them scale or, you know, to build out, organ, you know, development organizations or, or really whatever. And so really, I've just leveraged my experience there. I guess the hardest part um, has been, um, you know, because I try to bring an agency approach, uh, agency quickness to um to sourcing to recruiting uh, at the corporate level and a lot of times my speed isn't necessarily the speed of the organization uh, especially organizations who think they're fast but um and and then when you kind of show them you can be faster than them um, you kind of have to just kind of uh, maybe downshift a bit in some cases so really it's been a, a good learning experience for me but um but hey sourcing sourcing recruitings recruiting and, um, and and that's kind of uh, really, you know, what I try to uh, bring to my uh, customers in this instance.
0: You talk about bringing it to your customers. One of the things that I have relied upon you is to be a mentor. And my question is, as a senior sourcing recruiter, how have you, you know, I, I get questions about how you've navigated your career. I'd love yeah. to talk about that. But I guess the question I'd want to know, like upfront is, how do you coach others to success? Because I, when I think of rod Beck, that's one of the things that I really value about conversations that we have.
1: Yeah um, Really, I, I try to lead by example and I've done this throughout my career. Um, when I started first in you know in agency stuff, uh, either on the recruiting side or even the sales side, um, you know if you show a good work effort uh, work ethic and you're able to display that, Um, A lot of times people will then come to you and ask for questions and and advice and those types of things. And you might just be, you know, I don't want to say, you know, faking it till you make it, but you might just be, you know, not really sure what you're doing, but you're, but you're doing, you know, you're, you're being productive. And so what I try to tell them is, you know, you know, try to make yourself indispensable and, um, and good things will happen. And so that, that's what I try to do is, you know, make it so it's a very difficult decision to either um, you know, maybe uh, not renew a contract, or or or, or you know, just kind of do uh, you know the where the business makes a decision to you know move in a different direction away from sourcing, for example. And uh, well, if you make yourself indispensable, then then you're kind of ahead of the game there.
0: Can you give me an example as to how like a recruiter can go about making themselves indispensable? I was actually talking to Anthony Sedano, um, yeah. about this just just yesterday.
1: Um, what I try to do is um, find candidates that maybe the hiring manager didn't even think of. And, and really, so when, when, I'm, when I do my intakes and, and I get permission from the hiring manager is, listen, I'm going to run into some people that aren't going to apply for the job. That are really, you you might not be thinking about, but what I'm hearing from you, you might be interested in. And I'll typically, you know, I'm a big fan of before the intake um, of finding some, you know, some profiles to provide to show, hey, you know, why don't you like this person? Why do you like this person? And I will find and I will send them or show them profiles that I know they're not going to like, but I want them to tell me why. And so then you know what they don't like. And then, show them maybe a resource or a profile that um, might be interesting. Um, I'm kind of going through that exercise uh, today with, uh, with Ibotta. And so what I try to do is um, show them, you know, hey, there's some really, really good talent out there. Um, it's just not, uh, you know, geared towards, towards a specific resume or, or a specific uh, job description. So I try to show them who's out there Maybe uh, from a junior level all the way to super senior level, and then in you know have those people tell me why they're not necessarily um, a good fit, and then you can fine tune what you're doing.
0: Okay, so that that is that is definitely different, and I can see how that would make somebody a valuable to an individual hiring manager, and also how you could scale it. Yes, let me let me dial back for a second. Sure, you you started in an agency. You said that you try to deliver that agency level speed. How did you go from being an agency recruiter to being a senior sourcer inside of an organization? I get that question all the time.
1: Yeah. Um, First off, you need to realize that your previous experience might be irrelevant. Um, And so what you'll need to do is start from the beginning again. Um, so what I did, uh, when, uh, we started actually the, the, um, the staffing company that I had, we were doing contractors and contingent and perm placement, but I saw, you know, um, as many did that, uh, contract recruiting is really going to, um, uh, was going to take off. So I kind of pivoted the business a bit to, um, to start doing contract recruiting, um, uh, placement of, of different, uh, recruiters and things like that to do that, you have to kind of you have your experiences but you can't necessarily show up and be you know ask for a particular uh bill rate or pay rate that is going to be uh similar to your experience so you kind of start you know i started at 25 dollars an hour uh as with my first uh customer uh in contract recruiting so i started at the bottom and slowly was able to prove uh the value of my service and then thus increase the the pay rate in in that in that instance um as far as moving into the on, you know, as a permanent, um, I just I I applied to different places, um, changed up my my resume uh, to suit each job that I was applying for, and um, and then when I interviewed, you know, frankly speaking, Brian, it was it was a difficult task to convince people that you were interested in leaving agency services type stuff to become a permanent employee, and. Um, yeah. And and really, you know, one of the things that I was able to do is convince, um, you know, the the people that I um, just love working with today at Ibotta, convince them to, hey, listen, I am going to be a great resource to you, and I'm going to, you know, go the extra mile, you know, work extra hard um, to make that happen, and 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 that's what you have to do every time. Um, you have to set a new expectation, or, you know, the uh, you, you have to. Uh, when you're starting any new contract and a new job is truly "quote unquote" hit the ground running, but according to do MythBusters, that's no you know no such thing, right? <laughs> and but but you have to do it.
0: So I've got a question here: Why why is the trans the transition from staffing agency to corporate so difficult?
1: It's oh, a, a great, great question. question. <laughs> um, or is it? Or is it just a perception? I think it's a perception. It, it is. I think that. um, you know, really one of the things that, you know, that that I'm learning about corporate recruiting is, you know, there is a lot of process you have to follow. And I've been on several contracts um, where, you know, there really wasn't a process. They were asking me to come in and create the process or even, you know, build that out. So a lot of times, um, you know, the uh, the good thing about an agency recruiter is the ability to pivot and, you know, change you know, when, when requirements change. Um, the, the thing about being a corporate in the corporate realm is you kind of see why the requirements are changing. <laughs> and so you, it's still the same pivoting and and stopping and starting. However um, you know, the, when you move into the corporate world um, it does slow down a bit. I think you're, you're, you're less, it's, there's more strategic, there's more research and things of that nature where on the agency side, you're just um, reacting to something, reacting to a decision of a change right. of requirement reacting to Hey, you know, the, the position just was canceled, you know, so it's, it's, it's really a difficult, it's, it's really difficult uh, to, to be straight, uh, Ryan.
0: Yeah. I, you know, that's a, that's a powerful question because like, I've, I've gotten that question. Like, why do you want to, like, I've gotten it in the inverse. Why do you want to come back to the agency after being a corporate recruiter? Right. Because for some reason they think that corporate recruiting is less exhilarating or, is uh less difficult than and i will tell you that that it's not i think both yeah. of them have their pros and cons um that's a that's a good and powerful question i think it's a question though that we're gonna maybe throughout the course of the rest of the year maybe into 2021 we're gonna have to explore that yeah um as a reason actually 2021 um one of the questions that i see popping up a lot on forums right now is what do you see happening in 2021 and i'd ask you you know Rob, you've been through recessions. You've been through presidential elections. Um, <laughs> you've got a great recruiting career. What What do you think's going to happen in twenty twenty one? I mean, I, I know I know that you haven't. You've now been through a pandemic, but like, yeah, yeah we're just we're adding all these scars. Go Gen X. Um, <laughs> That's right. That's right. What, what um, do you think is going to happen in twenty twenty
1: one? I don't really think anything, um, you know, structurally is going to change. Um, you know, from my perspective, business um, doesn't necessarily care which um, you know which party has the, the the presidential power. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess th- there will be certain industries that might be impacted. Um, however, you know, digital transformation, and that's you know th- that's what I'm in. That's what you're in. Um, that's that's full speed ahead. And so, um, so from that perspective, I really don't see much difference. Um, other than, you know, potentially, uh, maybe, maybe customers or maybe companies taking a wait and see approach to see what's, you know, w- if there is a new president, who's going to be on that cabinet, who's going, you know, how are they going to lead and, and is it going to be, you know, uh, business focused or, or is it going to be, um, you know, uh, different? I don't know. Um, but I don't really see a, a big change, um, just in, you know, in terms of, Technologies, or, 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 you know, the the need for companies to hire people to help them transfer to this digital age. That's the bottom line.
0: Okay, and so, um, so that's good to know that you know that you that you think the digital transformation, the digital revol- revolution, is still yep. going on. That it's still, uh, you know, I, I think about the technologies that we're bringing in every day, or the technologies that we're inventing at AWS, and really. Yeah, there's no, there's no end in sight. Um, to that, I would ask you, you know, what are, can you maybe give like four suggestions to the person who wants to transition from agency to corporate, like four, four ideas or four suggestions about what they need to do to, uh, to make that move, to make that career move?
1: First, reinvent yourself. Um, and, and so what you need to do, what that means is take your experiences that you have, and figure out um, what what's new. What what do you want to learn uh, new? So, for example, if you're just a quote, you know, just a recruiter, just a true recruiter, um, learn more about sourcing. Learn more about you know finding you know different people proactively as opposed to waiting for them to you know you know to to send you information. Mm. Um, so, for example. Um, at our organization, we've we've um, we split the sourcing function to be truly proactive. Um, and then the recruiting function is um, is responding to people who apply to the website um, or through LinkedIn or, or wh- whoever uh, other partners we use. Um, so really, it's OK, if I have a really good recruiting base, what else do I need to become more well-rounded or comprehensive? Um, secondly, sure. Realize that you need to start from the beginning, which means you may need to, you know, start from a uh, maybe a less senior level position. Uh, don't be, you know, so caught up on titles because titles are, are in, in the grand scheme of things are worthless. Um, so the difference between a technical recruiter, a senior technical recruiter, sourcer, senior sourcer, isn't, isn't necessarily, you know, it might be a salary band, um, but the work that you do, the 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 value that you deliver is, is really what matters, um, and then probably three, constantly learn. Um, you know, constantly be looking at new technologies, new ways of doing things. You know, that's where you know obviously you know we can't do source cons and things of that nature with a pandemic and talent forty twos and all these other that those are important. And it kind of dovetails to the fourth thing is constantly constantly be networking, meaning trying to remain, remain in touch. When you see somebody needs help, try to provide any help. Um, if it's, you know, access to your, your network or, or doing those things. So it is a, the recruiting sourcing and I'll, I'll lump them in together is a very tight knit group. And you probably, you guys agree with this. And so whether you're, you know, recruiter sourcer, you know, constantly uh, be networking and find you know new people that you haven't met. Um, and, uh, don't necessarily, you know, you don't want to use them in any way, but you want to provide, you know, data to them. So they'll provide it back to you. Provide that value. I, yeah. I wholeheartedly
0: agree. Like um, I think that, you know, I think that's one of the, whether it's like, you know, I said at the beginning of the conversation, Rob and I going out for a beer, Rob used to organize um, really like just very simple meetups of different individuals who, we're agency, we're corporate, um, that and and you know uh, I think we I think we learned a lot by um, sorry about that um, I think that we learned a lot by just sharing that information from different disciplines and seeing how we could take things further yeah. and also about the conferences um, I want to remind everybody to go ahead and set while you're setting your setting your clocks and moving them around for daylight savings time for Halloween. Um, I want you to go ahead and start thinking about what kind of questions you're going to ask of the recruiting daily or HRTX team as the next HRTX is right around the corner. It is a big one. It has got some people that um, I know that um, I know that, that Rob and I find to be very influential. One of our great teachers, Shally Steckroll, is going to be there um, as well as you mentioned SourceCon. Um, great people like Mark Tortorici and, um, and, and that's coming up in, that's coming up in mid November. So you're going to want to make sure that you have got your, your calendar set up for Ryan. Am I right? It's the 12th, November 12th. Yeah. Yep. November yeah. 12th. Yeah. The lineup's pretty sick this time. We've got, let's see, we've got Johnny Campbell's on there. Tortorich is in there. Shally's in there. We've got Aaron Matthew. Uh, we got Cadlicks in there. And and he's bringing um, Michaela Madova. There's, there's a lot of good names in there. Uh, a lot of great yeah. names for sure. Yeah. It's going to be sick. Um, and, and uh, you know, also Rob, you talk about networking. A great place to network is the secret sourcing group on Facebook. Um, Ryan is the admin of that. Um, is there anywhere else that you would recommend that people go to do networking since live events or for the foreseeable future they're curtailed? Um, any ideas there?
1: Yeah, you know um, well, LinkedIn you know c- you can kind of what I try to do is you know uh, pop in you know from time to time you know when I for whatever reason, you know, you'll see maybe a a notification regarding an old friend or something of that nature, an old contact, always, you know, just pop in a little note, hey, how you been, Um, you know, and and just just saying hello and and doing those things, because a lot of times that does lead to, well, hey, let's just jump on a Zoom, let's jump on a call, and and so on and so forth. So, um, there aren't really many, uh, you know, outside of the, you know, what what you just, what you just talked about with H- HRTX and and the source team and, and things of that nature, but you know make your own little network, um, and you know like like we were doing, and you know what I mean, where it was very um, uh, low, it was low budget, right? It was just okay. We were gonna, <laughs> we were going to go meet for drinks and and chat and talk about you know what we're hearing from the candidates, what we're hearing from our hiring managers, how you know how businesses. You know what? What companies are, are unfortunately are 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 letting people go, right? Or or restructuring and and doing those things. Not necessarily. You know what you what you're trying to do is is kind of improve your base of knowledge, and the best way to do that is interact with you know the professionals uh, that you compete with, but but work with too, because we're all competing for the same people. Yeah, yeah, we are
0: we are all competing for the same people. Um, speaking of competing for people. Um, I appreciate you making time for us and letting us compete for some of the time on your schedule. Yeah. We'll let you get back to the hunt. Um, Rob, thank you. And, and, uh, you know, uh, we do miss you here in Atlanta. Oh
1: man, that means it's over.
0: You've been listening to the recruiting live podcast by recruiting daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at RecruitingDaily.com.